This is Alfonso from PBA Phoenix. You're listening to Villas Podcast. Hey, what's up, PVA? This is Z Sargento here, actually, from a special edition uh, from Ciudad de Mexico, ready for Super Clásico Mexico versus Chivas. Um, unfortunately, uh, El Coronel is not here with me. He's uh, stuck back in Phoenix, enjoying the, the beautiful rain that we've been having over there, but also uh, working, unfortunately. What's up, Coronel? Uh, good afternoon, everybody. This is El Coronel, bringing all the hits, nothing but the hits. Nothing but the hits. In this hour, we're going to have Ramon Ayala, the Tigres Norte, and we're going to have non-stop music, commercial free. You sit up with Maluma. <laughs> Dude, you missed your calling, Coronel. That's, uh... Yes, I, I did. I'm auditioning, bro. I'm auditioning. How's everyone doing tonight? Unfortunately, like Z said, I'm working. I really wish I could be over there with you. And now I'm fat. Yeah, well, that, that was not my intent, Coronel. You know, next time, next time, right, brother? We got we to gotta get you out here. You know, this is an exciting, exciting time, but also at the same time, a lot of stuff in the news, especially around the Super Classico coming up. You know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting one, man. You know, and uh, we're gonna have a special guest here as well. Fonzo is uh, gonna join us here shortly. He actually flew in a little bit later than us, took a later flight, and we're still waiting for him. So as soon as he walks in, we'll ask him a couple questions, get to know him a little bit. I mean, uh, Coronel, what uh, what have you heard in the news so far that uh, you know has stood out to you? Well, I mean, just obviously, you know, obviously the departure from Mavoy. I mean, I think that uh, it's been it's been rumored for for quite some time. You know, I think um, the way it happens with, with the league making. I mean, you lose one or two games, maybe three games, and all of a sudden they're calling for your head. So, and I think that it was already expected. It was just a matter of when. And then with with that, I know that it's been rumored, and, and you can confirm for me or not that. Uh, Luis Tena is, is lined up for the job uh, for Chivas, but that's just kind of where, where I'm at with that. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, like I said, it was rumored, we kind of expected. Actually, you know what, I think uh, Fonzo is knocking at the door right now, we're about to open it up for him. You know, we, we kind of expected, I think the rumor was, right, leading up to this, that if he did not win this Classico, he was going to be let go, but it looks like they were a little premature and uh, pulled the trigger early. Oh, look who decided yeah, to show up, man. I, I, he, he's walking in with oh, well, well, ca- well, cans of well, beers well, well, and some water. So, all right, Fonzo, oh, get over here. Get that headset on. Oh, my goodness. Hey, he made it. Surprise, oh, surprise. Cra- oh, where's my beer? Surprise, he cracked surprise. surprise. Where's, where's my beer? <laughs> uh, like I said, always late. Always late, right? You should be, you should be in L.A. All right, fashion to be in late. Well, yeah. he's late because you ain't got no fashion yeah. style. El Coronel and Sargento are the, are the Liga MX of uh, PVA and Fonzo is the uh, MLS. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just, just a, a little bit behind. Just a little bit behind. A little bit behind the eight ball. Can you hear I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not late. I'm yeah, just, very late. I'm early to the party because there ain't no party right now. <laughs> Fonzo is the party. Oh, my so God. He, he brought the party for sure. He is. Yeah, hey, everybody. This is party. Uh, party. Fonzo Martinez from Phoenix PVA. Captain. Okay, he just decided to introduce himself without even having me uh, prompt him. So he's 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 well trained, mm-hmm. Coronel. Hey, wait, but did he say did he say Phoenix or Phoenix? Phoenix. 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 Pho
dice Phoenix. I heard Phoenix. 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 Are you from Phoenix? So from Phoenix. <laughs> so Alfonso, tell tell us really quick. Um, how was uh, how was your flight, man? I just you just literally flew in. Took uh, hopefully an Uber here. Uh, my flight was very boring, long, tiresome, but I'm here. I'm ready for the Super Clasico tomorrow on Saturday. Watch Chivas win. Good upset. But we're just talking about the, yeah. the news of, of Tomas' boys, you know, exit uh, exit early. Um, you think it was a good move, or you think it was should have been you know, should have waited till after the Clasico? No, I think it's a good move. I think uh, Tomas' boy has not shown any progress as if anything it's shown a decline in the group i mean they started off fairly well and it's just it's just been it was stagnant and now there's a drop in the in the group in the team uh, i think it's a good change with uh with tuna right what's his name uh the new coach tena tena, tena. Mm -hmm. i'm hungry <laughs> he was up tuna tena, you know, tena, tena won us the uh gold medals in london so hopefully He'll win us the the Liga MX code thirteen and fourteen. Hey guys, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna call BS on on you playing a good move. Um, you know what's gonna happen. I just think this is uh, even though I am a Chile fan, I think this is their their excuse to oh we lost. Well, that's why we lost. We didn't have a coach, no preparation. Actually, we're gonna try to use this in case we do come up uh, with that L. You know, like. He obviously was in a gold board. He obviously did win the gold medals. Obviously, completed the team. But again, like I mentioned in the last podcast, he it's a merry-go-round of coaches. And you know, frankly, I'm I'm not happy about the new uh, with Tena coming on board. But I mean, what are you going to do? I just it's another merry-go-round of coaches. Yeah. So if you guys didn't know, um, Coronel is actually not in Phoenix. He is in the space shuttle Apollo 59. He sounded pretty. Pretty, pretty digital, but uh, it sounded like you weren't too happy about uh, the move. And, you know, again, even though you're a fan, you're a realist, it sounds like. So I, 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 this is my opinion. I think, and we've seen this, when they change a coach, the players step up because they want to prove the fans that it wasn't the players, it was the coach's fault. And, and they're going to they're gonna show up tomorrow on Saturday. So, you know, that's my, my prediction. It's going to be a good match. It's going to be a good game back and forth. And, and Chivas is going to give them a fight, whether they win or not. That's to be determined, but you know, America hasn't been playing their best either. They've had how many ties now? Um, so they're still, they're, I mean, I don't think they're elite. They're still in contention. You know, they're still up in the in the playoff run. But I think Chivas is going to bring it to uh, America uh, on Saturday. What would you have done for for Chivas since you're saying you wouldn't have wanted him to to let go of Thomas Boyd? I don't think you were happy about Thomas Boyd to begin with. So why would you want to keep that stagnant coaching? I guess I would say. No, that's, I mean, we all knew he needed to go, right? He needed to go. But if you're going to do it, do it at the beginning of the season. They weren't happy with him last season. Um, I just think that it's a, I think it's a bad timing. What they should have done is probably waited until after this game. And again, to see if, if, if Chivas comes with the, comes back with the L, then you know what? See you later, Thomas Boyd. Then, then that's it. We're done. So close the book. We're going to start a new chapter. But to, to get rid of him now before classical, I don't even want to call it classical, you know, because I mean, obviously, America with, with the loss of, of some of their players, you know, they've, they've downgraded their play and she was in some still need to move up. I mean, it, you can be as bad as much as you want to and, and hope for them, but it's really, it's, they're too terrible. They're terrible right now. So I think what they could have done was just wait for this game to be over. And if they win, then maybe, maybe you'll win another week. It was just a matter of time, but I think the timing was just poor. My concern with this is the fact that you're saying wait till after the 
non classico as you're calling it what what does it matter if it was now or if it was next week if it, it's still to me it sounds like you're still it's still a rivalry it's still a classico to you so that's why you would want him to hold him but regardless i mean you're saying it he was still going to go regardless if he got a, a tire or a loss or even if he got a win i think you you feel that he was going to go to me personally i think it was it was a, it was a smart decision like like z said the players step up after a coach is let go and i think that was one of the reasons why they did it right now because everybody expects them to win a clasico and and they'll they'll step up because of it so i think it was actually a better move to do it now than to do it after because if they did it after after the loss then they really don't have anything to play for because they know that they're at the bottom of the table yeah, at least this gives them a an urge to win because it is a clasico regardless if they're at the bottom of the table you're a cowboys fan you don't want philly to win right no, of course, of course not. But I mean, if you if you watch the game, the players that that rivalry is still there. That rivalry is still there. The players are going to give everything they got, especially because they're on the national stage oh, yeah. playing against your main rival. They're going to always going to they always play them tough. They give up. There's no there's no. I don't think I've seen the classical where 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 either team has backed down. Like they really really try. They really really try to win it. But it's not like oh. The coach is gone. I want to try to prove myself to the new coach. I think when they have a new coach or an old coach, regardless, if it's classical, they're going. They're going for it. They're gonna. They're, if they're not gonna get into the Ligia, if they're not, if they're not in the catch for the chip, I mean, they're gonna. They, that's all they gotta pay for right now is, is uh, the classical. It's it, uh, at that point, it's, it's honor. So they're they're always gonna they're always gonna play hard when it's classical. New coach or, or old coach. But I just think that, you know, they're getting, getting ready. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get rid of him before, it's kind of like saying that they're kind of saying, hey, you know what? Well, we got rid of him. And maybe cool, kind of like we're all kind of saving our job. Let's teach him to skate. So, okay, we're going to lose because no one wants to lose the classical. But you lose the classical, you got to put up with, with, uh, with all the with media for the next six months until you play again. So nobody wants to do that. So they're going to get rid of out there and then. Yeah. Well, again, you know, that that the game's coming up. We'll find out if that was a good move or not. You know, a lot of us, we can talk about our our opinions and what our thoughts are. But when it comes down to it, let's see what happens. You know, um, this could be a spark. This can send the Chivas to find a different direction and hopefully turn things around or it can continue going downhill. It, it's only, you know, to be determined, I guess. So, you know, enough of this Chivas talk and, and Clasico de America, against America and and for my PVA fans out there, um, if you're thinking this is a, a Chivas uh, podcast, it's not. It's only a coincidence that, you know, I'm here in Mexico City. Fonzo and a couple of friends decided to make the trip. Uh, just a coincidence. But at the same time, you know, at Coronel, we still haven't received any offers from any Americanistas or other fans to step up. So this is my challenge to the rest of you PVA members. Hey, reach out. Let us know. I want to hear from you guys and hear your opinions about your teams. But just want to give you that disclaimer. Uh, Coronel, have you have you heard of any members uh, reaching out? Uh, you know, I have had some members reach out, and uh, you know, the funny thing about it, a lot of them are Chivas fans. A lot of them are Chivas fans. So I think that we should probably change the podcast title. <laughs> uh, Chivas, we have podcast or whatever. But you know, as it made, I've done a lot of. Uh, I've had a, a couple different uh, members reach out. I want to know, ¿dónde están los americanistas? No tengo idea. ¿Verdad? ¿Dónde están? I don't know. We'll see. All right. Well, you know what? Since we're all here, let's uh, quickly get to uh, meet Fonz a little bit. I know you guys, uh, a few members have had the chance to meet him, but let's get to know him a little bit better. Let's uh, figure out his his story, how he uh, came about becoming a 
Mexico fan. So tell, tell me about your story there, Fonzo. How did you end up uh, having a pasión for la Selección Mexicana? No, uh, I've, been a, I've been a Mexico fan all my life. I, I'm from Guadalajara, Jalisco. I migrated to the United States at a very young age. We didn't watch NFL. We, didn't, uh, we watched some basketball, but growing up, it was always watching La Selección, uh, Liga MX, Las Chivas, you know. So it's been embedded in me since, since birth that, uh, to be a, a Chivas fan. At, oh, wait, a Selección fan. <laughs> well, again, we're changing the podcast to Chivas Villas podcast. No, but you, yeah, so you came from a, from a family, right? That 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 followed Mexico, played played soccer. Tell me about um, but how did you come across, or how did PVA get started with you? Well, for me, it was in 2014. I think it was during the World uh, during the World Cup, um, where no, actually, I lie. It was right before the World Cup. Um, I was at uh, I was at Native at one of our local spots there in Phoenix. And it was it was a during it was a day game or for I can't remember what reason, but there were very little people, maybe like five to six people. Uh, me and my cousin were there watching the game, took the half day, and El Coronel came up to us, you know, said, "Hey, we're PVA, blah blah. blah. Uh, here's here here's some here's some info." So shortly after that, you know, I I started showing up at the watch parties, um, started uh, asking what else I could do for the group. You know, we started helping make the tifos, uh, planning watch parties, um, making trips, organizing. And little by little, I was uh, asked to take over as captain. You know, it's, it's actually a huge honor. I, I, I take it very proud to be a captain in PBA. And it's something that I hold dear to my to my heart because of it. It was especially uh, since I'm one of one of the few people that have been around from year one, I guess I would say. So, Rich, what, what, what made you come up to him, dude? I mean, I, would, I wouldn't even think about coming up to Fonzo, man. What, what did you see about him? They said, hey, this guy looks like he got needs some friends, or what happened? Well, basically, you know, it was his eyes that drew me in. His eyes and, and the way we, we, our eyes met across the bar, and the people parted, and I heard music, and it just, I was drawn to Fonzo. And uh, not just kidding now, but uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I just basically just his passion, just his passion for uh, for um, for la selección and wanting to do things for the group. I think not necessarily doing things for himself. I saw a lot of things that he had sacrificed. You know, during watch parties, he would he would you know obviously you're watching the game, but at the same time you see other other people there who are laughing in your faces and you know he would go up to them and talk to them and let them know a little bit about about PBA just his passion for for the game for a three when I saw Alfonso to, to to coach him and ask him for his number yeah and his number and <laughs> <laughs> for his number man one one thing led to another in here the yeah. digits you got to get some digits got to get them digits uh fun fact uh me and Alfonso actually uh, went to the same high school uh, I was a year older than him, even though I look a lot younger. He's I know this, this is still shocking, right? I mean, he's I'm a year older than him, and we actually never crossed paths uh, until later on. You know, down the line, uh, bumped into his brother. We worked together, found out, hey, dude, I went to the same school, um, and then from there, you know, we started, uh, you know, going to go see, you know, watch parties, and we actually had some great stories. You know, one time I remember just sitting in my sitting sitting in my living room, texting late at night, and then reached out to Fonzo and just kind of know what how it started, but. Uh, we knew that Copa America was going to start. It was going to no, kick no, off. No, Copa Oro. Thank Copa you. Copa Oro 2013. And 
I was just sitting there, and he just, I don't know, for some reason, I think Fonzo just was like, hey, do you want, do you want to just go? Yeah. And, and I'm like, it's tomorrow. Like, it, it was late at night. It was probably like 10 at night, maybe. Yeah, it, it was, it was, it was late. And then I'm like, uh, I mean, yeah, how much were the tickets? He's like, I already bought. And I'm like, what? And he's like, pack your bags. So I packed my bags and we just drove that night. It was late at night, got there early in the morning, dude, and just right to right to the match, dude, and, and had a great, had a, had a good time. Unfortunately, Mexico lost that game. It was in Pasadena and that was our many Pasadena trips. But, um, you know, those were one of the memories that I remember with Fonzo. It's just like, dude, we're down to do whatever, you know, if it's within our means and we're out to do sporadic stuff, dude, we're going to do it. Um, and, and again, that's a fond memory. That's a memory I remember, you know, of us. I mean, what, what memory do you have, Fonzo? The last Classico. So we're checking off Classico check marks here. I mean, it's not the earliest memory, but it's one of my fondest memories is uh, two years ago, we went to Guadalajara to see the Classico in Estadio Omni. Or I think what's it called? Wow. Acron now. He's like, well, he's a Chivas fan, by the way. So, <laughs> so that, that, was, that was something really cool. You know, I, we were planning a trip. We're trying to plan a trip. It, it was actually for Z's bachelor party. Uh, Z had asked me to be his best man, and I was trying to figure out the best possible bachelor party that, that I could think of. And I, and I said to myself, going to Guadalajara to watch a classical has to be top. I threw it out to him. He said, yeah, gave me a few names and reached out to a couple of the guys. Um, a few of us were able to make it. We met, we went out. Actually, Sergio, the founder of PVA, was out there with us, repping his uh, Mexico jersey. <laughs> yeah, he was too afraid to wear his America jersey. Uh, I'd be embarrassed to be an America fan, too. I mean, I wouldn't wear it. It's an ugly jersey. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> The, the, yeah, we, we got to call him out, man, because, he, again, we invited him to this, too, and he couldn't make it, unfortunately, and Coronel, too, by the way. Um, and But, mm-hmm. you know, again, Coronel, that's that's twice now, man. We got we to gotta do another Clásico, and you got to make it out. Well, yeah, well, you know, this, here's, here's, I mean, I'm down for it and everything, but let me show you a, a memory that I have with Juanzo. I think it was last season. He goes, he calls me up, he's like, hey, uh, he's like, we should go check out uh, Chivas and uh, Tolos. Hey, cool, man. When's the game? Tomorrow. Dude, like, really? Like, really? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, it's in Tijuana. Like, it's like six so, hours so, away. Like, it's not that far. Six oh, hours. Dude, but you know I hate you. Oh, you know I hate driving. Oh, you know I hate driving. Yeah. And I don't know, for whatever reason, I was like, dude, that sounds like it, it's only six hours, Tijuana. Uh, I, I wasn't, at that time, I wasn't, I didn't have the luxury to take off go to L.A., but, yeah, man, that's why. <laughs> I'm a spur of the moment kind of guy i make up my mind and i want to do it there and then well i mean that's a trend man. You know, same I, thing I, happened I, I, same I, thing happened with me too so i'm, I'm sensing the pattern here with fonzo he just like sporadic let's go uh he's gotta be ready cool he's gotta be ready cool and then have your bags packed and you never know when fonzo's gonna make that call yeah that's true that's true i should have i should i should be i already know by now as, lo- as long as as long as he's driving man you don't have to drive as long as he's driving you'll be fine that's it as long as he's driving i am in Speaking of driving, I think um, you know he's gonna try to drive us around here in in, in CD uh, CDMX, and I'm like, please do, because I'm not gonna drive here, man. This is nuts. So the the thing about CDMX, I I used to come here during the summers as a kid, four or five summers, and I've been here as an adult, obviously a few times too, and I've driven down here, so it's no big thing. I've driven through the roads of Baghdad, Iraq, no big thing. That's right. So Fonzo wasn't. He's also, he's, also, he's also gone through the river wearing a life vest. <laughs> in Qatar. Twitter, I had, I had me laughing. 
He just like, I thought you didn't have a swim. Why the hell are you wearing that life jacket? Dude, the picture was, he's like, this is me in Qatar. And I'm like, isn't Qatar a desert? And he's wearing a life vest. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the exact same thing. You know, I don't know anything about Qatar, but I thought it was desert. Okay, whatever. Uh, whatever, dude. And, and you know what? If you guys don't know what we're talking about, just look at Fazlo's uh, Twitter and you'll see that picture, dude. Uh, by the way, he doesn't look like that anymore. He uh, looks like he ate two of, two of himself now. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. So I don't know if you guys are noticing the podcast is getting better now. I'm no, you know, I'm actually loosening it up here and, and throwing some jabs, just saying. But uh, I'm gonna, I'm leaving myself open though, because Coronel and Fonzo have their their sense of uh, humor sometimes. I'm as wide as Z is short or tall. <laughs> oh man, Fonzo. So dude, that that was a pretty good picture though. I mean, that vest, you know, in the middle of the desert. But speaking of Qatar, man, um, you know, it's it's not that far away. What? How many years? Two more years? Uh, no, three. I didn't I didn't do good on math. Three, three years away. Uh, Coronel, are you going to try to make this one? You know, I, I think I am. I think that, I, you know, before I get ahead of myself, better, you know, I better just not say anything yet. And before I say anything, I'm just going to say I am working on it. Okay. All right. right. Well, that's that's good enough for well, us. Well, I right mean, the, the, thing, the thing is because obviously since the last couple of World Cups, there has been tournaments or uh, other games that we played, and it was either do the World Cup or hit all these other games. So I mean, that's kind of where the Cornell tour. Uh, it, that's kind of where the Cornell tour uh, got its name because you know, as much as much as much as I would like to go to to uh, the World Cup, it would probably only give me realistically maybe just like three games, as opposed to maybe eight games throughout the year, or maybe even nine or ten games throughout the year. And uh, just the way schedule fell and everything, it was more convenient for me. It was more doable to do, you know, a lot of these these games leading up to the World Cup and the Copa Oro, Copa America. Uh, most of those games don't hit, with the exception of obviously the sacrifices doing doing the World Cup. But you know, Qatar, Qatar's right on the corner. By the time you know what they're going to be playing here, and you know, we'll, we'll definitely be ready. Yeah. So a quick thing that I want to mention. So I've been to three World Cups. Oh, I was gonna bring that up too. Yeah. So you've been you've been to three World Cups. I mean, I don't see you stopping. I think no. this is becoming like a a thing for you. No. So the last World Cup in Russia, I went ahead and bought the PVA tickets. And not to say that I'm I'm advertising for PVA, but they were literally the best tickets I've ever had. And it's probably because I've never been chosen for a lottery. I've always had to buy them third third party, but this time they were guaranteed tickets. We bought the uh, hospitality tickets through PVA. We were guaranteed, obviously guaranteed spots. We were able to go in early, free food, free drinks, uh, air conditioning. The seats were amazing. Lower level tickets, 30, 40 yard line, for fourth row in one game, seventh row in another. If, if you're thinking about going to Qatar, I would highly suggest you, you look into getting tickets with PVA. Um, they're a little pricier, but they're guaranteed. And a lot of people are always very, very, very frugal, but they're worth it. You, you don't, you don't pay everything up front. It's installments, and you can, you can, you can definitely have a really good time out there if you go with PVA. All right. Well, yeah, you. I mean, and again, not to, I mean, not to, to, to piggyback on what you were saying, Fonzo. Not that we're trying to plug or trying to, because again, the whole thing for me on my, well, from my point of view, is I really, really want people to have a great experience or a great time. And so when we play, when we went to the U.S. Mexico game in, uh, in La Ciudad in CDMX, you know, some of the people complained about the ticket prices. You know, they weren't, I think they were like 70 bucks. And, uh, 
it was a process ticket, but the same, the, the ticket included all you can eat, all you can drink, not just uh, soda. We're talking beer. So I mean, if you if you look at you go to a, a game, a ball game right now, your beer your beer is running you thirteen bucks. Thirteen bucks alone, uh, two beers, three beers, you're already like at forty bucks. You know what I'm saying? Plus, if you buy your friend a beer or whatnot, I mean, you're easily, you know, you're gonna you're gonna hit that seventy dollar mark real quick. But if you're playing, you're you're going to a World Cup qualifier. You're watching Mexico. You're watching versus the U.S. And you're getting free food, free beer. And not only that, they stopped serving beer at uh, at halftime for the rest of the stadium, except in the plaza where we were at. They kept serving beer and food until two half, two hours after the match. Was it two hours? Oh, right, two it was, hours it or was one two, hour? It's it's two hours, but I think we only stayed one hour. But it's two hours. And yeah. the funny thing two is. Hours let me tell you this: that we bought the same tickets for the Clásico. We are doing that Saturday. Nice. Yeah, you're gonna do a repeat. So I gotta there be care- go. I gotta be careful, dude, because when you when I hear the word free and all you can drink and all you can eat, I, I I'll tell you right now, I don't remember a lot what happened out to the stadium. I, I'm surprised that we made it back. You try, to, you try to pinch your pennies, right? So I go to the D-Bag game. I buy the eight dollar ticket. Yeah, you know, I sit up in the third level. I don't even sit down. I'm running around most of the time, but I buy an eight dollar ticket. By the time I come home, I spent two hundred and seventy dollars at the freaking Emax Stadium, and I don't remember Jack. I don't remember anything, but you know, but that's food and drink and and all that good stuff, you know. And uh, by far, it's, I mean, like you mentioned, Ronda, you know, at the, at the beginning, you're kind of hey, let's get these kind of speed, but then the benefit. I mean, if you look at it, it it's well worth it. Yeah, and and the the unfortunate part, I think, it's for people who don't like to drink and those are the people that I think feel jaded by the whole situation because you know they're like well I don't care about the drinks well no but you also get free food and free sodas and a premium seat a lot of people that in that stadium were were getting rained on if you guys remember it started raining at the second half and a lot of we were oh, un, we right. were un, right. we were under a uh, a shelter so we were fine nobody no none of us got wet yeah, it was a good experience. I remember we, that. Yeah, yeah, we were. Dude, I, it was a good time, man. Oh my gosh, I was. I'm excited. I forgot we have those tickets for this match coming up. So uh, we'll be thinking about you, Coronel, as we're uh, uh, drinking all we can drink and eating all we can eat. Thank you guys for being so kind. One of my friends. I want to make a shout out to my friend Abraham Herdon, the captain of El Paso. Arriba las Chivas, way. Hey, you know, now that Pondo, now you're at it, you might as well give a shout out to everybody that's been on the podcast. They're all been Chivas fans. Oh. I guess it is a Chivas podcast. No, you know what? No, I, I got to make it. You know what? It's Serge and Ivan. Ivan's an America fan, too. Yeah, but. Oh, Ivan, there you go. You're right. You're right. Yeah, so we did have two America fans. They just were very quiet about it. I don't think they were, you know, as passionate. But Yeah, I, I'd be quiet about it, too. You know, what are what are your, what are your predictions that's going to happen in this classic? I already kind of told you mine. I think that the players are going to step up. We're going to see uh, a good a good match. Um, I'm excited for it. Uh, I think it's, you know. Knowing America, they're going to want to go for the tie because that's all they know how to do right now. Uh, but Chivas are going to pull it off, and uh, it's going to be – I'm going to say they're going to win by at least 3-1. to one. I would say yes, at least two goals from Alexis Vega. All right, Coronel. I know, I know predictions are predictions, but they're fun. What do you want? Are you, are you, are you serious? You guys are really, really serious. What are you guys on over there? What are you guys smoking over there at GDMX? I want some of that stuff. <laughs> Dude, I, he said, well, what I we're think it's going to be a 0-0. It's gonna be zero zero one zero. It's gonna be a little scoring game. Are you are you predicting that because you're not here and then you're just trying to make it like it's okay? I'm not there, so I might as well. You guys are not gonna have fun. 
you're trying to jinx us, Gordon. No, <laughs> no, not at all, man. I want you guys to have a really, really great time. I'm just, I just think, I think, I just think I'm really, really disappointed right now in Chivas, and I just, you know, I, I, I feel I have every right to voice my concerns, my opinions, my misquejas, you know, because I, you know, just like you guys, you guys are, you guys are spending money to fly down there to see the team, to buy the jerseys, and do all that stuff. And um, when your team doesn't do well, I mean, you know, obviously. You you voice your opinions and I just right now I'm not in the happy place with Chivas. So all right, so I think it's gonna be a little scoring game. I think it's a one zero, zero zero, maybe even one one. But uh, that's a, that's yeah, not that's not predictions. A, that's like bad, every every number one one two one, maybe one one zero zero. You got to give us one number. There will oh, be a score or not, not a score. A three, a three a three one. Are you kidding me? A three one? Mm, I don't know about all that. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Watch. Why why are you like this? Are you are you upset? Why am I hating? Because why am I hating? Because I'm at work and you guys over there having a good time. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get another beer. All right, Coronet. Well, you know, again, we try to keep this around the thirty minutes. We can go on for hours. So, um, one last thing, Alfonso. Anything else you want to uh, say to, you know, any of the members, anybody in the Phoenix PVA or other uh, other battalions that you want to give a shout out to? Uh, to my Phoenix PVA members, I want to say thank you guys for all the hard work you guys put in. Every Every gathering, every watch party, whether it be Liga MX or uh, Mexico, thank you to Silvana, thank you to Mayra, thank you to Jesus, to Daniel, to Gris, to Carmen, uh, Julio, you know, all you guys always put in, Adrian, always put in a lot of work, always make the effort. I just want to say I really appreciate you guys. Good job, Ivan and uh, Javi. Everybody else is doing a really good job too, but those guys, those game, their guy, those guys' game is up there. It's on point. Every time we go hey, out don't, there. Don't forget, don't, forget about, don't forget about Pedro, man. Pedro had a watch party, and he had Leyendas de Chivas America at his watch party, bro. Ramoncito Morales. Um, he had all those guys. All oh, those yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Pedro, Pedro, Pedro behind the arena. Pedro, he's doing the damn thing all by himself. He's awesome. He's on a he's on a different level. He's on another level, man. That, guy, that guy's talking about superpowers, man. He's got him. Pedro, shout out to you. Hey, Pedro. Uh, go. Go uh, Arriba las Chivas. Arriba las Chivas. Pedro, he's another Americanista. Te quiero, cabrón. Te quiero, cabrón. <laughs> Te amo, wey. All right. So I think it's only appropriate since we are uh, in the Clásico. Uh, we have three Chivas fans here at instead of saying Viva Mexico, we're going to just yell out what? Vamos rebaño? Uno, dos, tres. Dale, Dale rebaño. rebaño. Dale rebaño. Woo. Del Pofo.